This is Comfortable Conversations with Maddie, and this episode, I honestly wanted it to just be a one-on-one. I know I said I would bring people on every week, but I want to do something different. So I'm going to be talking about something I love to talk about, and that is relationships and the ins and outs of relationships and how people act in relationships. And so this is what we're going to talk about today. Um, I asked some people for questions that I'm going to answer, so I'll answer some of those and then just work in my own advice as we go through. So let's get into it. Um, let me just give you some of my dating history so that y'all can have an idea of where I am and, you know, stuff like that. Currently, I am single, but I was in a super long-term, not super long-term, but a longer relationship that ended. And, yeah, I'm a relationship person. I like having that special intimate connection with somebody that's different than a best friend or just a regular friend like I feel like relationships there is this interpersonal relationship that you have with them this relationship that's past the best friend that even maybe most best friends don't have that kind of connection with each other I think relationships are completely different however that causes issues that's intimacy and one-on-one connection that you know not everybody knows you like this your partner knows you better than everybody else that can cause a lot of issues um so yeah I like that kind of one-on-one in your face best friend always there kind of connection now my biggest thing about relationships is communication If you do not communicate with your partner and you don't tell them, hey, I feel this type of way about something, and they just expect you, if you don't communicate with them and you expect them to read your mind, that's when things go south. The whole, I'm just going to act like something bothers me in hopes that they ask me what's wrong, that doesn't work either. Because the minute that that they don't understand what you're trying to put out, that they don't catch on to signals, that they don't pay attention is the minute that you think that they don't care or that they're brushing your feelings off and that you're not valid that you're not valid. And I've been in situations where my feelings have gotten hurt because somebody hasn't noticed that I'm upset. But at the same time, I don't want to straight up and straight up say, "Hey, I feel the type of way about something." And the minute that I sit back and I ask myself, "Hey, Maddie, why didn't you say this earlier?" It literally is just me saying, "Oh, I don't know. I guess I wanted to be dramatic." When you're in a relationship, (coughs) excuse me, when you're in a relationship, the whole idea of drama and you trying to act like you're in a movie, that needs to go out the window immediately. And I see that a lot in high school relationships because I've seen that a lot of in my own high school relationships where the drama is just on 10, your emotions are on 1,000, and you're not using the logic to think at all. Girls and guys stay in toxic relationships, especially in high school, because they feed off of that drama. And I have too. I'm not saying that I'm special because I haven't done this. I definitely have. So I feel like I am super qualified and able to talk about this topic in general. How am I going to say this? Okay. I have a bug in my throat, so if I sound interesting, that's why. Toxicity 
in high school relationships is what I'm going to talk about, I guess. I feel like cheating and lying and gaslighting is so normalized in high school relationships right now that it, it's just normal. If your boyfriend or girlfriend doesn't talk to other people, doesn't cheat on you occasionally, then your relationship isn't really validated or it's just like relationship that people feel like isn't obtainable. And for lack of a better word, that's complete and total bullshit. <laughs> the bare minimum is achievable and attainable. And I will say that six and seven thousand million times. The bare minimum isn't something that we should be praised for doing. Ever. For anything. Because the minute that you sit there and your partner does the bare minimum and you praise them for it, is the minute that they feel like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's the cap. That's all I have to reach for is the bare minimum. You will never understand how devastating it is to only get the bare minimum until that's all you get. And you see your friends in relationships where they're getting all of these amazing things. And you're happy in yours, but then you're like, hey, my partner doesn't do this for me. Why not? It's because you let them think that the bare minimum is good enough. And you don't have to be rude about it. But if you set standards for yourself, they will set those same standards for themselves in relations to you. That means that if somebody cheats on you, don't sit there and make excuses. I'm going to be honest. I have taken people back for cheating over and over and over again because of history and because I love them. But me loving them and me taking them back and me making excuses does not change the fact that they still cheated on me. People cheating and people lying is a reflection of how they feel about you. Somebody can love, love you and still cheat on you. Oh my God, the air is on right now. Oh my God, hold on. Let me, I'm, let me try to turn this off really fast. Give me a minute. Okay, I turned it off. But yeah, like I was saying, people cheating on you is a reflection of how they feel towards you and about you. It's a lack of respect. Loyalty and love for me go hand in hand. And I make that very clear when I start talking to somebody. So if they don't respect my standards and value my wants and desires, then why stay? And it's taken me so long to realize that it's okay to love somebody, but to not want to put up with their shit, <laughs> for a better word. Sorry for cursing. But yeah. I would be in a place where I would sit there and cry because I was being cheated on because I took somebody back who cheated on me. How does that make sense? I, that's, that's my fault. That is on me. If someone cheats on you and you don't take that as a sign to get out, that's on you. Because people love patterns. People continue bad behavior if you don't set boundaries you saying hey i'm gonna do this and you don't do it after they cheat th that doesn't do anything 
you saying you're gonna leave you don't leave you stay things are better for a couple months and then they cheat on you again that's all that's gonna happen over and over and over again if you continue to stay and i hate to say it but that's just how it is i was in a place where my confidence was so low that i really thought that i would like tell myself well at least they're not having sex with somebody else at least they're not going and physically cheating on me. I would like try to make these weird excuses to justify why it was okay they were cheating on me. And now I'm at this point where Emma Chamberlain said it perfectly. She said, I would rather find somebody else in the sea of nine, seven or nine billion people then stay with somebody who cheated on me and disrespected me. Relationships are two-sided. If someone exerts toxic behavior and somebody else puts up with it, that makes them toxic. Both people are toxic. Just because you're not cheating on somebody, you're not hitting somebody, you're not talking bad about somebody, but you're letting them do that to you, that doesn't mean that you're not toxic. And that's all I see in relationships with kids my age these days is that it's so okay for them to just treat each other horribly. Relationships in high school only do damage. And I say that with so much confidence and I feel like people are going to disagree and say that it's not true because they were in a perfect relationship in high school. But that's literally what it is. Relationships in high school, most of the time, do not work for many reasons, but one of the main reasons is because you're growing up, and so you don't understand how to act around other people. You don't understand how to be mature, because 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds, I have realized, being in high school, that they love to admit or say that they're mature. The ones that say that out loud all the time, most of the time are not mature at all. And those are the main ones in these long-term relationships. And they look fine from the outside, but then you look in and you ask, like, hey, like, what's going on? Da, da, da. Oh, yeah, we, we break up every couple months. You know, he goes and has sex with somebody else every couple months. Like, that's normal. No, that's not normal. All relationships in high school are going to get you is drama, tears, and heartbreak. I want for myself to take time to find out who I am. And that sounds corny, but that's true. I want to find out who I am. I want to find my standards. I want to find what I want in a relationship. I want to have enough confidence in myself to set boundaries and standards so that other people will then follow those boundaries and standards because one thing that I will never do again is to let somebody disrespect me but play it off as oh I care about you you're just being sensitive never ever again will I ever do that to myself because I lost so much of myself making excuses for people and putting up with disrespect. 
that now I'm sitting here, you know, have I have all this freedom and I'm trying to figure out what I like and I'm trying to figure out who I am and I'm trying to have fun. And it's just so exciting, but it's very overwhelming. And all my friends have already done this because they weren't in a relationship for most of high school, but I was. And so my biggest piece of advice would be to not get in a relationship in high school. You have so many other things to focus on that your significant other is not one of them. And that sounds super negative, but that's just my personal opinion. Coming from a super long-term relationship in high school, that would be the best piece of advice. And I'm not saying the relationship that I was in was a waste of my time. I learned so many lessons from it, and me and the person are cool, and we are in good terms. However, I ended up empty-handed and heartbroken and sad. <laughs> and so, therefore, I just feel like there are a lot better things that you could do with your time if you are in high school and you're looking for somebody to occupy your time. Now, onto the advice portion of this episode, other than me just ranting about why I dislike relationships. Um, somebody says, I'm in a long-term relationship and it feels like my partner never makes time for me anymore. Okay. If you start off your relationship going on a bunch of dates and going out all the time and spending just so much time together and over time it starts to die out people can really say that that's just the honeymoon phase dying which is a whole other issue for the day but if you start off doing all of these really fun things at the beginning and then it starts to die out my best piece of advice would be to just go to your partner and talk about it to start making an effort. Because if you expect them to only make the effort, then it's going to fall short somewhere. And if they still aren't really making time for you, and it's bothering you that much, and they won't talk to you about it, and the problem won't be resolved, and it's not a matter of, oh, I need space during my day, or I need this and I need that, and they're not communicating that with you, then leave. And that sounds very narcissistic, not narcissistic, that's just not what I was looking for. That seems very negative, but that's just what, that's what I would do personally, because sitting around waiting for somebody to make plans with you is never going to, is never going to do anything. But try to make weekly dates. Try to make time for each other. Set a day aside, be like, hey, let's call this day, or hey, let's go out this day, hey, let's do this and this. Because most likely, they don't realize it, because everybody has their own lives, everybody's busy. Your relationship shouldn't be your life. I will say that again. Your relationship should not be your life. You should have other things going on in your life besides your relationship. So sometimes, like everybody does, we lose track of what's going on. People get busy. Things get lost. That just happens. You have to remind people what's going on and politely ask, hey, do you want to spend time together? Like, let's do this. Let's do that. There's nothing wrong with that because nobody's a mind reader. Next question. Um, I think my partner may be cheating on me. What should I do? Oh, my God. Okay. If you think they're cheating on you, do not brush that feeling to the side. I'm not saying that they are. I'm not saying that you should go and yell at them. I'm saying keep that in the back of your mind while y'all continue to to talk about things and you go about your day-to-day life now 
there's a couple ways you could go about it. First way is going up and asking them, hey, I feel this way. You need to frame it like this. I feel like you are doing this. What is going on? Don't accuse them of something. Don't say, why are you cheating on me? Don't ask them, are you cheating on me? Say you have a negative feeling about this. So then your feelings from the jump, from the off rip, are validated. If they say they're not, and they prove to you that they're not, and you know, you believe them, that's great, move on. Keep going. If it is not resolved, meaning you still feel like they're lying to you, I hate giving this piece of advice because there's, uh, what I did, what I would not recommend other people to do is I went through the phone at the computer. Yeah, I was at that point where I was just done and that was my last resort because I knew I was being cheated on and I just had to find out. Um, however, if you're going to do that, you got to have an exit plan. You got to have an escape strategy. If you go through somebody's phone or their computer or their messages or their Instagram or whatever, you have to have a game plan to get out. Because most of the time, almost 99.9% .9 of the time that you go through their stuff, you will find something you don't like. And so if you stay, you are going to look dumb as hell. Meaning, not even meaning anything. You're going to look stupid. I've been there. I have been there and I've looked dumb and I've got treated on again after that. So if you look through their stuff the first time, get out. Looking through their phone or their computer, whatever, honestly, that's you just breaking up with them right there. That's your last resort. And it sounds really scary, but the minute that you find something, don't try to play it off as, oh, it's not even that serious. It's not even that important. Because that's how you get stuck in a relationship where you continuously get cheated on. If you don't want to go that extreme and go through their stuff, the best thing that I would say is just to have an open conversation with them. Which sounds really scary. And you don't know if they're going to lie. And that's part of the reason why you need to trust your partner. But if it's just they're a little off, it might just be because they're having a bad week or they're having a bad month and they might not want to tell you and so when they tell you it might resolve everything you know but most of the time people aren't going to come out and say straight to your face that they're cheating on you and so if it gets to the point where they're acting a certain way and they want to admit that they're cheating on you but it still feels weird you don't have to stay you can leave because at that point it's on them they didn't want to address what was going on. They didn't want to tell you, hey, this is going on right now. Like, I feel this type of way. Or, hey, I'm having a bad week. I'm not cheating on you. They don't want to be honest. Relationships thrive off of honesty. One lie in a relationship is going to grow and create 70 different lies that are going to be brought up in a huge argument and you're going to fight about it all the time. Having an unhealthy relationship not only affects the two people in that relationship, but when they break up, they then affect the people that those two people in the relationship end up dating after. So if par person A and person B are dating, they have an unhealthy toxic relationship and they break up. Person A goes and dates somebody. That whole unhealthy cycle is going to rub off and affect their next relationship. And that's part of the reason why I get so 
angry when kids try to romanticize and talk about how cool these toxic relationships are. It's not cool. Because somebody hurting somebody else, that's just going to create this huge domino effect. Toxic cycles, even though they can be broken, toxic cycles create toxic people, and toxic people create toxic relationships. And it's so hard to break out of that toxic cycle because you're used to it. It's what you're comfortable with. And I'm not even going to lie. I'm comfortable in toxic relationships because that's what I've been used to. It's not saying that I love a toxic relationship. It's not saying that I'm an extremely toxic person or that I started off toxic. That's just the reality of my situation. You don't have to put up with toxic behavior because you love somebody. It's okay to not put up with the person. Wait, it's it's okay. <laughs> Let me phrase this. It's okay to not want to deal with somebody's baggage and their crap. You don't have to. Relationships can be so helpful they can be so amazing they can really bring you to your best self but at the same time they can do so much unnecessary damage and i say this as somebody who's been through it and i've gone and i've sat through the worst parts of relationships and the best parts of relationships Nothing has done more damage to me than a toxic relationship, which is so heartbreaking because at one point in my life, that relationship meant everything to me. It was the one thing that I was most excited about when I would wake up in the morning. And somehow it ended up just breaking me completely, which which was a good thing for me because that, that means I get to build back up and start from the ground up and, you know, start over if you want to look at it in an optimistic type of way. But damage-wise, oh no, I was like completely and totally heartbroken. And even thinking about it like hurts my heart a little bit, just how sad I was. It's so f crazy how somebody that loves you so much, who is your everything and your whole heart, can be the person that just breaks you the most. And most people that hurt other people are hurt themselves. And the worst type of people that hurt you are the ones that don't even realize how hurt they are. You know what I mean? They're hurting you because they're dealing with something inside that they don't even know is going on. It's just, I don't know. We get into relationships excited, happy, you know, thinking they're going to be perfect. And then little things start happening and you don't even realize that it's going to blow up to be this big mess. But honesty is key. Valuing your partner and respecting them like you respect yourself is key. And it should be self-explanatory that you should treat them with kindness and respect. But I feel like a lot of the time it's not. 
I don't like being disrespected and I don't like people hurting my feelings and I don't like being talked to any type of way. But when I was in a relationship, I put up with ev- I put up with everything. I would let people call me out my name. I would let people talk to me crazy. I would let them destroy my confidence because I thought that that's what loving somebody looked like. Loving somebody does not mean that you don't love yourself. And that is the thing that I had to learn the hardest way possible. I love myself more than I love anybody else. That means that if somebody's disrespecting me and I love them, I'm not going to compromise my self-worth to please them. No matter how much history we have, no matter how much anything we have, I'm not making myself feel bad because you don't know how to treat me and treat everybody around you. That is ridiculous. And I say that passionately because, oh my God. Ugh. Relationships are meant to build people up and to help them grow as a person. If it is stunting your growth, I put stunting your growth in quotes. If it's stunting your growth, leave. And it's easier said than done. And I will say that because I know it is. It's so easier said. It's so much easier said than done. But leaving at the end of the day. It's going to save you so much time and money and effort. Time because you're not going to sit around waiting for them to take to care about you. Money because you're not going to have to pay for therapy. Yes, I'm in therapy because of relationships that I've been in. And effort because you're not going to sit there giving everything you have to somebody who's just not going to care. Don't beg somebody to treat you well. Don't beg for the bare minimum. Don't beg for respect. Don't beg for loyalty. Because they're not begging you for any of that because you're already giving it to them. And that's just really all I have to say on on the relationship front. Now, let's see if there's any other questions because I think we had a couple more, but I'm not sure if, if these are great questions to ask yeah that's really all I had to say on relationships I love relationships and I absolutely love giving relationship advice because why not you know it's so much fun it is so much fun giving relationship advice because I'm able to sit back and look at my failed experiences and learn from them and start over but yeah my closing remarks for this episode would be Toxicity is not cute. Respect should be the new norm. Respect should be something that everybody strives for. That everybody... Respect should be the new normal. There we go. And that's all I got for today. Next episode, I'm going to hopefully have a guest on. Not sure we're going to talk about yet, but it's going to be super good and exciting. Yeah. I'm so excited for the next episode. Make sure you check all platforms. My podcast should now be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. I'm reading off a couple right now. I think those are the main platforms that they should be on. Any other minor podcast platform, it might be on there. I will check. If not, 
I'm sorry, I will try to get it on every platform I possibly can, but the main three, it's on there, good to go. Yeah, that's all I got for today. See you next week, guys.